What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. The uh, Super Bowl is bringing a lot of aircrafts to uh, to Kingman. Is that more than one, Joe? <laughs> well, we think it is, it, but we understand it, it is. It probably will. We, we have heard, because the airport manager has been contacted, um, and, and by the way, it's going to be rain through, let's say, Saturday, Sunday. That's going to be, actually, Super Bowl Sunday and Saturday is going to be fine, but between now and then, a little bit sloppy around It's going to be a little, little sloppy. It's going to be moist and yeah. sloppy. Uh, which yeah. reminds me, they won't be able to land probably tomorrow here. We don't have a uh, that's we have a GPS approach. Here we are, airplane talk. We we, we don't have <laughs> the same technology that larger airports have as far as uh, radio landing systems and right and things like that. that that's could, safe. Could, yeah, well, so I don't I don't care I don't care if they crash here. Uh, yeah. The 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 thing is is like there. So last week we talked about Taylor Swift. Uh, uh, a lot of folks on the internet uh, don't understand how the international dateline yeah, works. We're talking about Taylor Swift. Uh, that there were there were all these Swifties worried that she wasn't going to be able to see her boyfriend play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're at the concert because that's what fell from the sky. What is this? Oh, just confetti. Is that left over from yeah, the concert? I found it in my jacket. Paul found confetti from Taylor Swift's concert right, in his is. jacket. Now on the table. And it is now on the table, and it will remain there. What we're talking about. So. Uh, there's all these Swifties out there that were worried about Taylor Swift not being able to make it to see her boyfriend play in the Super Bowl because she has a concert on February 10th. We talked about this, mm-hmm. uh, which brought up more conversation, and I started looking into it uh, about, like, because I, I know you hate her Jets, mm-hmm. the DeSalt Falcon, Falcon something or other, which I looked at it. I don't know what you don't like about it, it but it does. Fa- it kinda, I have plenty it, of things I don't it, like it, about it. Kinda, we can go down the list if you like, but go ahead. Let's 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 pin that for a moment. Well, we don't need to talk about it because no, because I love me. listening to you rant about shit like that. That doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. But I know that you're you have a a really distinct ability to rant about things that are, are like a pet peeve that you think don't matter. I didn't say they didn't matter. <laughs> they they appear to not matter in the grand scheme of the universe. But to you, it's a pet peeve. Like for me. There's, I have a whole bunch of those things. I'm just not as eloquent as you are. I just, I That's know, not true. I just, what, me? Yeah. Oh, about like pet peeves that I have? Because I come off sounding like an absolute fucking asshole. You can back shit up with data. Like, anyway. Well, but the, Go ahead. So I looked into this further and uh, come to find out through happenstance that the re- one of the big reasons why there's going to be overflow uh, jet parking at, at, uh, at the Kingman Airport, but also potentially Laughlin. Well, as it well. will be Laughlin and Lake Havasu probably. Right, is that not only is the Super Bowl in town, which attracts a lot of people with lots of money and, and celebrities and Nevada, by the way, also, I think. Oh, really? I think so, yeah. So not only does it attract a lot of people with money, but there's also the Live uh, Golf Tournament is in Vegas this coming weekend, which was... Saudi money. Saudi money. Lots of billionaires flying in from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, also... The golfers and then the supporters and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, so. you have the, the golfers and their support people, and then you have all the brands that are there that are present and all their people and corporate oh people God. and shit Vegas like that. Vegas is going to fucking be a mess, but they're going to be I making kinda, so much fucking money this Do you want to just go to Vegas and watch no. the Super Bowl? Are you sure? Like no. We just, maybe we can find a seat at like a Buffalo Wild Wings or something. Oh, yeah, easily. Oh, oh, here you guys. Here's a, here's an empty seat. Here's do a you, nice seat right here for you guys. Do you guys have a reservation? No. We're just walk-ins. And then they just laugh us out of the They don't Mac- even laugh. They shoot you and get you out of the yeah, way. Like, yeah, they're like, get out of this McDonald's, sir. Right. Uh, so, no. Anyway, so um, 
I looked into it. 475 spaces for jets between Las Vegas, uh, like the regular McCarran Airport or what, Harry Reid Airport now, North Las Vegas Airport, and Henderson Airport. 475 mm-hmm. spaces. They were spoken for in excess of six months, so around six months ago or, or longer because of the golf tournament and the Super Bowl. Right. Several mu- A couple months later is when we, from what we know, from all accounts, is when Travis and uh, Taylor started dating. So as far as we know, the yes. the the conundrum is Taylor Swift's plane is not probably not going to be parked in Las Vegas. They're going to land, drop her off, her and her entourage, and she's going to have to fend for herself. Yes, probably not going to rent like a tandem bicycle or or, or something. She's probably going to take a really nice Uber or a limo. Well, they probably have that already arranged. Or, or a Pegasus. I mean, it's Taylor yeah. Swift. She has money but, to do but anything. They, they'll drop them on, and they got to put the if. It, unless they, someone's going to, for some reason, say, oh, she can have my slot, or they can do like a lot of restaurants do, and they, they keep a few spaces for right. super mega VIPs if they might show up right. kind of thing. So maybe that'll happen. Which or, would be funny if she was not considered a super mega VIP because she doesn't gamble. Right. <laughs> well, but she's bringing so much money and recognition to everything. Uh, 100%. Yeah. She's going back to Swift Stadium anyway because that's where she performed Swift when I saw her. Swift Stadium. I love that you call the Raiders Stadium <laughs> Swift Stadium. I'm totally okay with that. because That's the second time she'll be there. Fuck the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so they could just drop her off and then... And then park the jet here. I hope they... I I was kind of hoping my stepfather cracked a joke. Wouldn't it be funny if they just parked a jet right in front of Paul's hangar? And I'm like, you know, honestly... I wish they could, but there's no asphalt out there right now. And so he's like, oh, shit, that's it too were, bad. If it were a couple months from now, this is all brand new 15 acres. I guarantee you they'd be putting them out there. Oh, absolutely. But not right yeah, now, not, unfortunately. Not, not just this weekend. Barely missed it. Uh, so, but yeah. I found it interesting that like no matter what, we can't escape Or, hey, Paul, it. can I use the bathroom? Can you get that piece of shit jet, jet off the phone? I can't, I can't stand <laughs> your jet. She might think that was funny. Maybe not. Uh, maybe. Well, she would look at you like, this guy is completely insane, and I would rather pee in the bushes than use his restroom. Right. Although, I l- like her to go into your restroom because it's always consistently clean. It's pretty clean. Yeah. Uh, uh, every time I've used it, it has been clean. It's not like a regular garage bathroom or a uh, no. a service bathroom for an airplane aviation place. Correct. It's a little bit better than that. Which is, yeah. yeah, it's an upgrade from the normal truck stop bathroom right. uh, uh, aesthetic. Right. Uh, plus, well, what if she had a shower in there? Oh, boy. I do have a shower in there. As you you know. do have a shower in there. Right. What if she's one of those, she's like, oh, God, I'm sorry I had to use your shower because I just, sometimes you just take such an environmentally, or what is what did you say? That one sometimes time? the environmentally, sometimes the, you. The only environmentally responsible thing you should do, uh, you take a shit so bad that I, the I only remember, environmentally responsible. Is that the first few words today? Is that the first few? Or yeah. something, or ha- something has gone awry or ha- something? Some, you said something like something is, I'm sorry I'm running late to pick you up. Something has gone awry. Have you? And then another text. I was like, "Oh God, I hope you're okay." Yes, I'm fine now. Have you ever taken a dump so so disgusting that the only environmentally responsible thing to do is take a shower afterwards? Just jump in the shower. And I said, "Absolutely, I'll see you when you get here." Because I knew exactly what you meant. Now imagine if Taylor Swift said that. That'd be hilarious. I would die laughing if I heard mm. Taylor Swift talk about having a dump. I'm, I'm, because everybody poops. You have the book somewhere. Everybody poops. And yeah, R.E.M., yeah. that was the original lyrics of the song, and they're like, Michael Stipe, you I can't do that. I may have the only shower, not in, not in the industrial parks. I know other showers in the industrial park, but I may have the only shower that's on Flight Line Drive. It's quite possible. I love how exclusive you are. It's, it's very possible. <laughs> I, I could have. 
But I told you when this gets done, this is going to this is going to be fantastic here because when that's done, and immediately thereafter, the, the taxiway Bravo, everybody's yawning now. Again, you could land right there, taxi right there, and pull up right here, and and, and even in Taylor right, Swift's piece of shit, I might let shit. her do it. Okay, so all right, tell me why I you would ha- tell her I don't like it though. Why do you why do you not like the I, the salt falcon? falcon Whatever. I I think the the nose is ugly. You just look at it, it's unattractive, okay. and it doesn't have an, any much dihedral. Like the wings are flat. The taper is wrong. It's got winglets, and they don't look like they're proportional. Nothing looks. It doesn't look like an attractive for me, and that sounds whatever. Like an attractive, uh, uh, proportional female, for example, or it just doesn't look right. You know, there's probably a zero. You, you've heard of the uh, Fibonacci uh, uh, curvy thingy, the golden ratio. Thank you. Yeah. There probably is the anti-golden. It's probably a, there's probably tin it's, ratios it's the on that. It's the tin ratio, thing. the aluminum foil. The aluminum, yeah, the the junkyard steel, rotten steel ratio. It's just there's nothing even oh, close God. to it. Like to me, I'll bet you anything you can find on Gulf Streams and um in the Epic that I like. You know, there's nice tapering things and swoopy gentle curves and stuff. It looks kind of like it belongs more in nature or something. And that thing looks like a a flying fucking Hershey bar. Or something. I don't oh know. My God. It just it just doesn't look right. And and for someone of her stature, with her the amount of money that she has, right. so uh, you. But think apparently, that she people get a hard time that the Falcon apparently also burns more, you know, produces more CO two than a lot of other jets. For oh, some, does it? For some reason, so that alone should bother her enough. It's like her jets compensating for something. Right. All right. And but anyway, it just, you know, but again, people that aren't around aircraft a lot or. Like who would care? It's a private jet. It's a it's a wow. It's like an impressive thing, right? So if you're not really into it at all, it's it's like I can see why people wouldn't understand why I think it's ugly. Now you have said in in the past that it is it makes more sense for some people to not own a jet to to do net jets. Oh, absolutely. Most people, which is for those of you that don't know, is like Uber for but for 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 aircraft. And there's many companies that are out there now. Doing yeah, there's that. a bunch of them that do it. Yeah. So at what point does it become better to own your own jet? Like, would Taylor Swift be one of those people that should own her own aircraft or her her company or whatever, you know? I think it's it's more practical for someone who is going to spend a lot of time in a jet and um, you want to have, like, some creature comforts. Like, you could hang up your own artwork, maybe have a guitar on your jet that's yeah. always unpacked. You want to practice. Little baby tunes. recording studio just to lay something down. Something like yeah. that. Maybe it's like, oh, I want a bigger TV in here or a smaller TV or... I want some kind of an audio system that sounds a certain way that we can plug into it and practice a song in her case. Okay. Um, if you've got, if you're basketball players and you've got, first of all, a lot of private jets aren't even near big enough for those fuckers, but, but you know, they might have really very long recliners that, or long okay. seats that are more, more comfortable for them. Yeah. So it, that, that's when you would want your own stuff. But someone like myself, I don't know. I have to think if I had a zillion dollars. A zillion dollars? Yeah, a zillion. Um, if you had a zillion dollars, you could just invest in a tele- teleporter. Here's the problem with having your own jet, and this she probably like you said she probably has several jets. I'll bet you I know the I, reason why. I found one uh, like because I, I couldn't figure out what or find out any information the other day, but I just didn't phrase the question properly because all I could find was that uh, this all uh, Falcon 900, right, which is what you hate. I think it's what it is. Uh, right, and then she has a second plane. It's a Falcon 7X. Oh, great. Well, is that is that it look even worse? Well, they all look the same. They're all three engine. That's what makes them really uh, ugly Oh, okay, too. okay. Yeah, this the engine at the base of the vertical fin, and then uh, on the side of the rear of the fuselage, kind of like a seven twenty seven, but they look better than her POS. 
it's not a piece of shit. Look, it, the Falcon's a very good quality, or Dassault it makes very good air. The quality of the aircraft and all that is right. is very good. It's just you just personally don't like the way it looks, and right. I and I understand what your not obsession, but like your appreciation for how an airplane looks because to me. I don't know. I did or until I met you. I knew very little about aviation, and then the more I look at some of these really beautiful um, European and the South African gliders, and and their other aircraft from over there, they are they are just gorgeous. And if you came if you came up in aviation looking at those, mm-hmm. there's kind of no contest. You're obviously going to be a bit of a snob when it comes right. to the looks, and then you having literally hands on experience with repair and the modifications you've done to your gliders and those things it makes mm-hmm. total sense you would all like to the, an outsider they look at that like oh, that's jet it's got three engines in uh, it's kind of well it's, it's, it's white it's cool yeah and she's had it, it, what's interesting if you look at her jet it doesn't have a lot of and i'm not complaining about this part of it it's doesn't have a lot of trim or anything on it it's kind of there's no like flashy vertical fin colors or something like that right. i don't think i don't think she wants to draw that much attention pro- uh, to herself pro- which, uh, which makes not, sense and that it does make sense but um because she's a fucking megastar she's she's on she is on the level of michael jackson right like oh, michael oh, jackson yeah. at his peak oh yeah and she can't go anywhere without being mobbed which is not exactly the the best life you know she's got a ton of money I, but i think you know i think she is gonna end up with more money than michael jackson probably has, has more money now and probably is gonna be Doing more, she's actively touring a lot, and it's going to keep touring for a while. Right, but I'll bet you Michael would get more mobbed than she would. I mean, she would get mobbed, but probably the people she hasn't be- been around as long as he had been when he was at his peak, and say talk say nineteen ninety. Right, when he would go to Japan, but, and but and, she's more you know, identifiable or more more down to earth and more. Approachable, uh, kind approachable of. Then yeah. Michael. Michael was very aloof and very right. secretive in this weird life he had and all that shit. So he didn't want anybody around. Now she may want her privacy, but she probably lets more people a little closer to her. Like she's gonna. Michael would never go to a. I don't think a football game like that. No, well, he might. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, and then, or or like what uh, what uh, Taylor did for uh, uh, our mutual friend Caitlin. Caitlin, yes. when, when, you know, when nineteen eighty nine came out, that release party, that was when she. I think it was nineteen eighty nine. I'm pretty sure. Uh, you know, went and stayed at her house for like six or seven hours with a handful of other people. That's not right. something Michael Jackson would ever have done, unless you were thirteen years old. Uh, yes, white, and male, white. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, so enough Taylor talk. I but I, I actually really because you didn't really go into it in depth about her piece of shit airplane, right? Uh, so and I, I really I did want to know there will be at least several Falcons here, and I'm going to hunt them down. And I'm going. Well, actually, she's coming in late though, isn't she? So if she arrives, it'll she be it'll be Sunday. She, she won't arrive. Well, it'll probably be Sunday when she arrives. Correct. If she's, which would be funny if she's flying direct from Tokyo. Well, I don't know if you can do that in that in that seven uh, X because that's like a more long distance one, wasn't it? I don't know if the seven X is. It's probably a small. It could be a smaller. Could be a shorter fuselage and more fuel, and that's why it's a seven. But an X could be extended range or something like that. Range. Oh yeah, no. She may be not flying 60, one of sixty five hundred miles. Okay, she may not be flying oh, no. in one of her personal jets. Right. She could be could be leasing a uh, longer range, like a seven eighty seven or something like that. Yeah. To get here, and then she, her jets may be on stateside, yeah. or not stateside, but I don't think you can fly a Falcon from Tokyo. No. How many miles from Tokyo to mm-hmm. Vegas? Uh, 
you're the one with the ForeFlight app. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to do you're, uh, having, you're having me Google it. I'm just going to have my coffee. How many nautical miles? Tokyo to lost wages. Tokyo. King Charles III has cancer and will be stepping back from public duties. <laughs> Duty. Yeah. 5,311 nautical miles. Okay, look at the row. Oh, she, in the 7X, it could do it. Because that one was like fifty nine hundred. That's Ooh, that's, that's too, a little that's tight too, though. That's tight. Yeah, that's a little tight. Um, but the nine hundred can't do that. She's gonna go in a bigger airplane. She's gonna go in like an, in a in a. Um, I can promise you, she'll be in a. Now we're really thinking about it in a, <laughs> in a logical way. She's gonna go in a uh, in a chartered, uh, like a seven eighty seven or some shit like that. That's what's gonna happen. It's not gonna be one of her Falcons. Yeah, uh, the. 400 is uh, the the Falcon 400 is only um, what's 4600 nautical miles. How about the 900? Was range that of Falcon oh, that's I'm sorry, it was the 900. That's it was the 900. Yeah, that's see, what that's, I was looking up. That's why I thought extended range. What the other one? And the X is, is 50, like 5950. Yeah. So that's extended range. That gets her further, but that's not far, far enough to Tokyo. No, not going to do it. Well, but also, if, and there's an aviation guy that broke it down. He's like, if she were to go nonstop and she left immediately after the concert, which and he broke it down like most of her concerts have lasted this long. They're with with only a, a handful of minutes variation from the entire tour. That if it starts at eight, it'll be you know the concert. Their concert starts at eight. It should be done by eleven thirty. And uh, let's say she's able to get on a plane within thirty minutes, which is doable from. Where she's playing in Tokyo to to the right. nearest nearest major airport, and let's say she well plus they wheels up in a midnight. helicopter from the arena to the helicopter Correct. to that, the airport. That, that's what he was taking into account was a helicopter. And from, probably the same thing here too. They probably have a VIP helicopter landing area in Vegas. I'm sure. I'm sure they, they do. Land, get in a helicopter, land there, go up. Okay, so go. Ahead. What was his final? Uh, so it, the final summation was is like if it, and, and if he, she's able to fly nonstop, no matter what. Nonstop, she should arrive in Las Vegas on the 11th, on or about 11 a.m. Okay, plenty of time. Plenty of time, right? Which could be, and he said it could be earlier or it could be later, depending on what she's flying in, right? Because you know, but based on and that, he said a 787, like if she just if she just decided to charter a 787, right, and didn't fly with anyone else on there except for like her close friends, family, whatever, uh, like that thing can haul ass. It's going to be just barely subsonic, is what he said. It'll be subsonic. I think it can go, they can go a little, little bit higher up, but yeah. But the point is, her plane, her plane will not be here in Kingman. That's not going to happen. I kind of hope it does. It can't. It, I, <laughs> you know, they, they can land a seven eighty. That'll be obvious if it is. By the way, if like a seven eighty seven or something larger like that lands, but I'm saying is. They're not gonna like this. Is, we have room here for smaller private jets to be nested around. Yeah, and of all course. That kind of stuff. I, I doubt that. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I I will definitely. I definitely want to come out here this weekend just to take a look at how like gawk at how many planes are out here. I told you yesterday. And my there family. Were, there was uh, in the late afternoon, early evening. There was a G four Gulfstream G four and a G five that were that were that flew in and left. And I said they they must be doing. Um, pre Super Bowl familiarization. Yeah, that that and that I'm glad that they're doing that. And see, because there's a problem. It's a non-controlled airport, and a lot of these guys, uh, if it's really crowded, 
like they have to talk to the um, not the airport management, but the uh, the uh, FBO here that's going to be parking these things. I'm going to talk to Pat a little bit. I want to go there and say, how are you guys going to do this? If there's a shitload of planes, what ground equipment are you going to have to, and what tow bars and stuff to move airplanes around? Because they could all come in kind of at, not at once, but spread out over a couple of days, and they're going to have to be busy moving shit around. Oh, yeah. And parking them. And we were talking about, I say we, airport manager mentioned to me that they were hoping not to have to close down part of one of the runways. Not that this one, but you know, to, to note to note it and use it as parking. Right. Um, so, and again, if this were all done, they could do half of them or more right out here in front of my area. I hope something does, does happen at some point. Um, I could put a big banner out there, need a shower. Need a shower? Camera free showers available. Like just and a in a espresso or latte. Oh, oh yeah. man! No one has a shower and espresso machine like that on this. That is correct. In this entire industrial, you park. could hire me as like a, a, a as a, a like just a greeter, and I'll just mm-hmm. I'll come down here in a nice like suit and tie and mm-hmm. maybe maybe some aviator. Someone glasses. could get married if they wanted to really quickly. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's all, that that would be the sort of joking. I am qualified uh, as an officiant. Of uh, of matrimony, you could shower up, get an espresso, and get married. Yeah, <laughs> in that order. It. Yeah, yeah, you and get cleaned up. A little and bit. you have booze, so you could like do Mazel Tov, wow. crunch, like I do that whole thing. Forget this aviation fixing plastic airplanes bullshit. I could just have a whole For professional hosting service. Yeah, it's just it. right here. People would taxi up. You could go on board and marry them. Oh my god, <laughs> this is such a great idea. And I'm you I'm think here Vegas, for Vegas. You could drive through. Fuck no, you can just fly right here. And leave the engine running and get married and officiate it. Just leave it idle. Have somebody <laughs> wash the windows and then yeah. come in, get your latte, take a dump, I shower off the dump. To, we might be onto something a little bit somewhere weird. And it's possible. We yeah. could be onto something. Yeah, and then you could uh, bless. I could bless the the wedding by you know helping them join the Mile High Club. Helping them? Yeah. Facilitation. Uh, I'm good at it. Gross. More like documentation, but uh, okay. it, yeah, <laughs> like certification. Certification. No, you mean certification? Yeah, definitely a uh, document, certify, officiate. That's that's right. that should be like my coat of arms. Oh man, but it's we all, are you know, ridiculous. All the quick uh, wedding. You know, we're getting that weird or uh, a neon sign here downtown uh, from Vegas. Like, is it going to be a neon moon? <laughs> n- no, but it's going to be. You probably haven't heard about this. There's going to be a um, uh, one one of uh, historic. Wedding chapel sign of some kind is coming from Vegas to here. It's going to be on display and 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 lit up on n- near the powerhouse. That's pretty cool. Neon, somewhere in that area. Is it like old Chapel of the Bells or something like I that? Don't know, one, I don't like know which one, one. I don't think it's that one, but it's it is a one that was in Vegas. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, they're still working on slowly, which is what Mister uh, Dutton wanted to do, and I think this would be kind of cool to have kind of a uh, you know a uh, neon park uh, called a park or a walking park that would go from the powerhouse to downtown. Along 66, like you would, it'd be a wider, you know, along Andy Devine, shall we say. Yeah. So it'd kind of be lit up from the drive through arch thingy now, not the arch, the first one, but the 66 the drive, shield arch. The, yeah. And kind of wind around and kind of go, you kind of walk through neon signs all the way to downtown. That'd be kind of cool. I would say that'd be cool. It's too bad. I've been to the Neon Museum in, in Vegas a couple times, and that is really neat. Yeah. Really, really neat. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, you guys, seriously, but seriously, if you guys want to come look at some jets, I don't know how many are going to be parked out in front of the terminal building cafe area, 
but there will be some because there were some last time for the Super Bowl. There yeah. were there were within you could see I don't know eight or ten, and there were more around the corner. So that could be kind of full around there. Yeah, of some cool jets. Come down and get a nice meal, and and look at all the jets that have. They're probably going to be here Saturday at least, right? Some will come. Uh, in yeah, Sunday. I would say Friday or Saturday. I guess some will come in Sunday though too. I don't know when they're coming in. I'm not Taylor's. That Taylor's going to come in Sunday. I can feel it. I'm just waiting for the call. She's not. I think, yeah. Now, she won't be here. Right. And it, it's, a, it, it's a slight chance that her, her, her crew her, will be her, here. Her crew may be here. Yeah, the, the air crew will be here. Which would be kind of cool. I wonder what they'll do. Like, just, I don't know. Nothing? If someone were smart in Kingman, <laughs> for, for, yeah. Best of luck. For events kind of like that, Overflow, they, they should they should figure out, you know what, when these come around, we're going to do some stuff. Like, we'll have... A, we'll have a more Uber available, or we'll have some specials like, "Hey, we'll take you to the so and so restaurant downtown and check it out, and then bring it back to your airplane." You know, or something, offer some kind of a service. That's a good idea. I, I don't know what it would be. That might be a business for you to start. No. Oh, okay, fine. Maybe. Well, you got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. So that's this weekend, folks. Yeah, that's the this Super weekend. Bowl's this weekend. We talked and, about last weekend. And also, I mean, you folks won't know this, but I, apparently there's, a, or you will know whether or not this is going to hit. Apparently we could get a really freakishly bad rainstorm Tuesday. Well, it's, a, it's a system that's going to be coming through, so not just a storm. Yeah, the whole thing is a one big storm, but little cells. Yeah, we have a, a flash flood watch right now already. When, when's the rain supposed to start tomorrow? 11 a.m. The watch is from 11 a.m., Tuesday to uh, uh, like eleven p.m. Uh, Tuesday night, so, so it's so 12, twelve hours. Twelve hours, yeah. And of course, Flagstaff's gonna. It's under a, a, a winter storm warning right now with all the higher elevations around the Grand Canyon, and then Utah, the Rockies. And you and I both know that the way the weather changes around here, look, it is look, it, it is very possible. Oh God, that's a big flooding yeah, in the Southern California. Flooding in Southern California is so bad. Like they were starting to evacuate people in Ventura County last night. Oh yeah, I was. Like, I was like watching get that. out because if you're, it's not going to be pretty. Right. At all. Uh. Mm, oh, you and I both know that the we- weather around here can change drastically from the forecast. Yes, and the reason and is we've got these two little uh, mountain little ranges, little miniature ranges here, the Wallapies and the Sarabats, and Kingman is right between. And I'm telling you, they fuck up the forecast around here a lot. Yep. And it's not there. Are, we have no we have no local forecast people, but if there's a slight little variation in in the in a system from where it's coming, it could go around the Walpies on the other side, right? Or slightly north. But if it hits us right in the middle, it could squeeze the moisture out. And this is what happens. Like we weren't we weren't anticipating 15 inches of snow that one. No, or whatever the fuck. They're well, like, fuck no. They had said up to they said uh, you know uh, up to 20 inches of snowfall under. What do they say under or, or uh, like like or down to three thousand feet, right? And that was such an, an asinine number for anyone who's lived around here for any length of time. They're okay, like, so there's no long, way that's going to happen. I that prediction then, but we we have had predictions here where like rain is not in the forecast, and then it just and then it just dumps, dumps everywhere. Yeah, it happened. Remember that weird shit that happened to me when I for the first I don't know second or third maybe night. It was like the first week that I had moved in my new house, and I, you know you're you move into a new place and you're not used to the sounds. And uh, I thought I heard the sound that sounded. I thought it, it sounded like a rodent messing around with plastic or something. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And then it would go away for a second. And like I turned, I paused the TV or turned it off and started walking down the hallway. 
trying to find, I heard the sound again. And then I will look outside and it's fucking raining. There's no gutters on that, that house. So when it rains, it just hits the pat, the concrete patio. And that's what I was hearing, but there was no rain in the forecast at all. I had no idea. I still had shit in boxes in the bed of my truck. I had to go out in the rain and get right. So what I'm getting at is like this, the snow level is supposed to be like 6,000 feet. Right. Right. Well, we're at 3,500 feet. All it takes yes. is just a slight shift, and it gets cold enough, and we'll get a, dump, a bunch of snow dumped on us. Yes, exactly. It's very possible that that could happen tomorrow, which it would be yesterday for you folks listening. So I'm like, um, I'm trying to explain this to my folks. who I don't, I can't remember if I met, I, no, I think I mentioned it last week. My folks are not staying with me. They're staying next to me. They have a trailer parked in the lot or, or the like leveled part of my yard next to the house for uh uh for for a few months they're doing the whole snowbird thing they get the hell out of ohio good for them and they left on the like on like on their heels was a nasty nasty storm sub-zero temperatures for multiple days and they're like just getting the hell out and uh i'm trying to explain to them like you don't know what's going to happen with the weather around here until it's happening Right. It's not that predictable. And it has to do with, like you said, the mountain ranges. It's also like, is a storm going to, or a system going to peter out once it leaves California? Is it going to peter out over the Mojave Desert? Right. Or you have no idea what's going to happen. And or is there going to be a weird shift, and then we just get tons of cold moisture coming down to, from due north, which right. has happened in the wintertime before. And sometimes they say, oh, it's going to, like within moments or within an hour or two, they say, oh, it's a 97% chance percent chance of rain, and then just kind of, doesn't happen at all. Yeah, and it's sunshine. Yeah, it's like, oh. Well, they, they went just slightly to the north around the range over there. Something happened, but they're, like, you, you know it's going to rain a shitload over the weekend, and then it rains, like, a little bit on part of one day. Right. And it's like, oh, okay. And then it and goes it, the other way, too. It's why I, for years, uh, pl- doing planning uh, events and concerts and whatnot at Blackbridge, that I was always hesitant to, uh, to, do, to book anything for the spring. Late winter and most of the spring. Because of the weather's so unpredictable, the fall around here is so predictable. It's it's stupid. Yes. But the but it's balanced out by the spring, and it's so unpredictable and terrible, to the point where I've gone swimming at Lake Mojave at, around my birthday at the end of April. But I've also had a lilac bush killed by a, a late frost Memorial Day weekend, and we got two inches of snow. Wow. And then the following weekend went to Las Vegas for a concert, an outdoor concert, and it was over 100 degrees. So it's it's no one knows what's going to happen. And my folks are looking at me like, what kind of weird Armageddon landscape do you live in? And like, this, welcome to Kingman, folks. Yes. But uh, I think we should take a break. Yes, we should. Yeah, let's take a break, and uh, we will be back with more interesting things, I hope. I, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry.
Meatloaf. <laughs> Joe just just <laughs> outstanding. I just invited him over for meatloaf tomorrow night because I had I went to the lodge for the first time in a couple of years up in the Wall of Highs, mm-hmm. and they had a meatloaf sandwich on like on the menu. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm getting that. Yeah, it, I, I may have had only one or two meatloaf sandwiches in my entire life. That's see, it. meatloaf sandwich is what I live for. My mom would make meatloaf, and I, I would eat meatloaf. I, I would eat the meatloaf, but I also had a meatloaf sandwich the next day with some American cheese and mustard, lots of fucking mustard. And I love them. What's odd, because again, my mother would make meatloaf for you know my original, my you know OG, <laughs> original equipment manufacturer, my mom, <laughs> mom. I don't think Alice ever did. Anyway, we'd have meatloaf like once a week, once every couple of weeks, but we never really did. I don't think meatloaf sandwiches. Maybe maybe you didn't have leftovers. Maybe maybe that's just because that's one that that's be like we just always had leftovers. And I know like. I see them uh, on a menu. On occasion, they'll be at some uh, diner or something yeah. like that. And I'll get, nah, nah, I don't think so. I almost asked the waitress if she could serve it to me cold because that's how I always sure. have eaten my meatloaf sandwiches was cold. Uh, but, but meatloaf yeah, was good. I decided to make, I'm like, I've never made a meatloaf. And my mom's looking at me like she's shaking her head. Like I, me and my, all my fancy cooking skills, like a, a few years oh, ago oh, when I. you can jazz those up. Oh, like, no. You, you I can do all kinds I've of I've already got an idea for it. So mm-hmm. you didn't get a chance to have it, but uh, the Huli Huli chicken. Mm-hmm. I made for a crowd of people at my place a few weeks ago, like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. kind of like a welcome back to Arizona party for 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 my mom and stepdad. And you were gone with Wait, your that plane. Was a- that was a plane debacle when you were over in uh, Cottonwood. Oh God! Uh, yeah. and, and 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 sadly missed that. And it was delicious. It was such a huge hit. So then we're talking about meatloaf on Saturday, and I was like, Hey, wait a second. So the Huli Huli chicken marinade is a ketchup-based marinade with brown sugar and ginger and soy sauce and onion and, and whatnot. So why not use that over top of the meatloaf Sure. instead of just plain ketchup? That sounded like a great idea to everybody. Uh, so I'm going to do that. You're going to add I'm, anything I'm, into the loaf? Yes. Inside the loaf will be... Lipton onion soup mix. Oh, nice! So that'll be Perfect. that's going to be my like my main kind of seasoning on the inside. Um, That'd be a good. One. I was thinking about putting some filler in there, but I don't. It's not necessary. The filler, putting like oatmeal or um, I think my mom used to use rice or um, or or saltine crackers. That's what my mother does. I think I think with saltine crackers. And and the filler is more to hold everything together, but it's also to make it to. You know, it's it's filler. It's like why sawdust so you, is in dog food. You st- it stretches the you, it stretches thing. the meat, and you know, and saltines are cheap. Very much so. So I have so are oats. Oh, uh, I had one time. I had a meatloaf that had Ritz crackers in it, and that was delicious. But it was like a whole fucking sleeve of Ritz crackers, and that was a that that was a tremendous meatloaf. Yeah. So I'll be making meatloaf, but also I have to throw this out there. I can't believe. Look, man, I'd never cooked sweet potatoes before. Okay. Ever. I didn't know how naturally good they are as just a baked potato. Oh, and yeah. they're so much better for you than regular, like just regular russets or, or anything. Yeah, they've got a lot of stuff in them that, yes. that are great for you. High in fiber, relatively low in carbs, and they have a pretty high protein content, plus all your carotene, beta carotene, all that horse shit. But I didn't know how naturally sweet they were when you just bake them. 
I always thought that whenever I had a baked sweet potato, oh, yeah. somebody had put sugar on it. Which they do a little bit sometimes. And, and you can, but it's f- fuck for me, salt and salt and pepper. Right. And butter, and that's it. Holy shit. Really, I could really good. eat yeah. them until the cows come home. So What is the other uh, sweet potato and then the, the called the, um, oh, it's, it's very similar to it. Yam. Yam. Yams, which are, yeah. they're. Kind of similar, but but not. And like yams are, uh, they're native to Africa, and they're very different. They're co- the color is similar, but they're they're the way they cook is different. The way you would prepare them, but for me, I always grew up. I thought yams and sweet potatoes were the same thing. They're not. They're two very so different. So sweet potatoes are definitely more naturally sweet. Yes, like yes. Sweet, sweet potato fries. We've all yes. those are very popular. Oh, they're now, so good. And for some reason, I guess I always thought that those were. Um, uh, were uh, like sh- somebody put sugar in them or on them, right? And they're not because I made these fuckers myself, and there's they they take a while because for some reason around here all we have are like Texas sized sweet potatoes. Like my stepdad went to the store the other day, came home with three sweet potatoes, and it was about eight servings for. I wonder for if they're also grown in they're Idaho. Like, Idaho. They're like gigantic. Are they, like, also, are they also going to Idaho? Or I have no there? idea. I don't know. I did not ask for a proof of origin. I was just okay. happy that they were purchased. Like a pedigree. Yeah, I didn't ask for the pedigree or the genealogy. I didn't ask for the 23 and me on the sweet potatoes. I'm sorry, where did this come from? Where did this come from? Build the wall. Build the wall. Keep those fucking things out of here. I don't want your goddamn sweet potatoes. <laughs> fucking up my country. We got <laughs> Idaho potatoes. They're white on the inside. That's the way they should be. <laughs> what is what was the black white supremacist name on Chappelle's show? We always forget his name. Oh, uh... uh Oh. Yeah, see, that's what happens every time. I was like with the real racist in Cobb County. That guy, we think about his name, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah but, in Marietta, but, Georgia. With his when, Confederate when I, flag bow tie, and you yes. saw you saw him like on public access. Uh, yes. Dropping the N-bomb and he, everything. He was in Marietta Square. He was running for, I don't know what he was running for. Oh, my gosh, that guy and then the fake racist guy. And Dave Chappelle, the black said. white supremacist. Oh my God! You yeah, now I have to look it up because I just cannot remember. Okay, while you're, I'm going to try to rack my brain and have the real guy, the the Georgia guy. The Georgia, yeah, hold on. Black one. Lee, no, not Lee. JB Stoner. There you go. Hey, look at you. So as you pointed out, 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. It's Clayton like, Bigsby. <laughs> 11 a.m. tomorrow morning, as you pointed out, it's going to be a 77% chance of rain. So that's pretty strong. But so AccuWeather told me 96%. Okay, see, all these are all it's, – yeah. it's, it's coming. But yeah. then uh, at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m., that's when it starts ramping up, shall we say. Great. You know, um, so, yeah. Super pumped about that. Well, we need the rain. <laughs> yeah, we need it. I like how you, you're, you're, you're so far ahead of the curve that you're not the guy that goes, yep, yeah, looks like it's going to rain. We're going to need it. Or it's raining. Go, oh, good. We need it. You said it 12 hours before it's going to happen. I did. We need it. We could use the rain. Um, Not my street. I'm worried about being able to leave my house because that, that you know how shitty that is. If it rains a is. lot, like on your street up the rocks up there, you're going to get some rocky things. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for the weather report. Rocky things are on the street. Yeah, there's little bitsy rocky things all over the streets. These bits of rocky don't these, belong on the street. These bits of the mountain should stay up on the mountain, not on the street. Don't they know where they belong? Why are these rocks here? 
you sound, you know, when you're like, yeah, if there's uh, rains too much up there on the mountain and the rocks, you're going to have rocky things all over the place. You sounded like, <laughs> who is the weatherman that always gave a shout out? Uh, shout out to Eleanor Rigsby in Boise, Idaho. She's 103 oh, years young. The, was he? What the? Oh, f- it wasn't the black guy. He was no, a no, white no. It was guy. Before that, yeah, yeah. It was a weather. He was On like a weatherman. NBC, morning, yeah, morning yeah. It was, or Good Morning America or, or something. something like that. That guy, that guy was hilarious. He was pretty funny. He's uh, the fuck uh, weather. What uh, Walter Weatherman? His God. name was Walter Weatherman. That was his name. That's not it. Are we gonna look him up again? Are we gonna <laughs> cheat and go on on Googly? Yeah. Uh, oh, because no, I can. I can. Wilford Brimley. It's no. kind of Wil. I think it might it be is. a W. It's something like that. It is. I it's, think it could be a W. First or last name could be a W. Okay, so he's a white guy, a little bit, a little bit rotund, kind of was balding a little bit. Uh, was always smiling and happy and. Uh, he would do the weather, but I would say half of the time while he's doing the weather had to do with people and things like that. Oh, he yeah, he did that. He he was definitely the the, the people, people weather people man guy. person. And now you have you see all these uh, all these popular YouTube channels, all these hot like Colombian weather women that are right. Have you seen that before? Yes. Joe, where they're all in. I've know, seen it in I've seen it in Mexico before firsthand. Right. Oh, it's the Today Show. Today Show. That's what it yeah, was. Today Show. Weatherman. That was when Polly, uh, or what's her name? Uh, Polly Shore, no. Jane Polly. Jane Polly. Jane Polly and that guy. I got it. Oh, you do? Is it W? Yes. First or last name W? It, it, first name. Winthorpe. It's not <laughs> Winthorpe. It's <laughs> also it not <laughs> Walt Weatherman either. You were, that was closer, though. That You kind of. Willard Scott. Oh, yeah. That's what Willard it is. Scott. Willard Scott. Shout out to Paul Gaines. Turns 279 289 years young today, Paul. <laughs> good day to you, sir. Like, right. oh my God. He he would do again. He would do and all the the weather. Here's what the, was wrong with those weather forecasts, though. Back then, they were a little too cartoonish looking. Like they'd have these bright little yellow yes. sun stuck on there with magnets or something. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> it was like pre blue screen, and I'm just old enough to remember the shit. It was so they were so low grade, low tech. It's like oh god. It's funny though. Like if you look back and watch it and go, wow. I feel like we had more faith in the weather people back then because uh, you know we knew that it was basically kind of a fucking joke. And the other thing is that we couldn't really prove if it was really true or not what was going on up there because we didn't have. You know, we couldn't look at our own satellite and radar right. and stuff. Yeah. So like, yeah, there's a big old sun up here with a little bit of cloud. That must be what's going on up Being there. Being an actual meteorologist back then was a, a true science. It, it really was. Right. I mean, it, it still is. I actually used to work with, uh, I met him as a resident and then became, or met him as a baby doctor, like resident, like first year resident. And then he became an attending and worked at KRMC for a bit. But his f- girlfriend, then fiance, then now wife, she's a meteorologist mm-hmm. in Flagstaff. And I was like, I didn't know Flagstaff had a TV station, and he could not stop laughing. He goes, okay, here's the thing. If and when you ever meet her, please don't fucking bring that up. And I'm like, that. why? She is, she works for uh, KNAU as the in-house meteorologist uh, for NPR, but she also works for the university with the U.S. Forestry Service. Right. She's the one who says, there's a fire danger, or there's not a fire danger. She's uh, she, And he said that's one of the big things about her that she hates and that other meteorologists hate because the term meteorologist is used interchangeably with goofballs on TV. Okay, sure. Like Willard Scott right. or Al Roker. Right. You know, but there's actual, the majority of them, like he's like 95% of them are are doing scientific work. 
wearing white lab coats and analyzing data. Well, and also the ones that are more serious now that are all degreed and stuff are at the Weather Channel. You know, they're, yeah. they're doing that because they're all been kind of shoved over there. And it's still the Weather Channel. So it's a 24-hour news network. Like, all right, we got flooding in, in Ventura County. It's in Marietta, Georgia, man. You can see the building as, as you... Oh, it is? Yeah, you can see it every time I go visit my... Why is everything f- in Marietta? What's the deal? The Black Crows. Black, the Black Crows. <laughs> uh, what's this fucking... J.B. Stoner. What? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's racist there. Apparently, still there's that the the the, the fucking Alton Brown. Alton Brown. Alton Brown there. lives there. Now the Braves are there. This place has everything. This place has everything. Alton Brown, the, the Braves. Braves, my son. <laughs> I Bill Hader. Racist. Racist. Black GB's. people and racist. Black white supremacists. <laughs> I, I really think that Bill Hader needs needs to come back to SNL uh, and host and and bring back uh, what's his face. What was his name? Uh, Sven. No, it wasn't no, it Sven. Was close. It was kind of kind of like that though. It was. Uh, wow, we are really struggling. Paul and I are both <laughs> very hungry. Um, Paul uh, had a chicken breast today, and I had a piece of toast with an egg this it's morning. Not Sven, but it kind of reminds me of that word name. Slippy, slappy, sloppy. Is it an S? Is it an S? Maybe Stuart. It's not Stuart. No. This is the gay guy who was on the out and about kind of guy, like to tell you what's going on on the weekend. In what's New York going City. on in Manhattan this weekend? Right, the Manhattan. hottest, the hottest <laughs> new club in Manhattan. Spicy, spicy. <laughs> oh my God, um, Jesus! This is people are screaming at their at their uh, radio boxes. What is this? Oh name? my God! It's gonna piss me off when it comes up, and it's, it's gonna be an Stefan. S. It's, it's Stefan, and yeah. he has a last name apparently, Stefan Myers, F- formerly Zaleski. I forgot he got married. It's like it's uh, this. Is, welcome back, Stefan Myers. Actually, sorry. Oh, what is that guy's name? Seth. Sorry, Seth. I got married over the summer. I met a nice Polish man. <laughs> yeah, nice Zaleski. Yeah, that's funny. and I love that. About every other line that he said wasn't run by him. Like, it, it, like he right. he didn't write it. The other guy, like Bill Hader, wrote some of it. Right. But the guys at Weekend Update would throw stuff in there that they wrote, and he broke character almost every single time. So and it I was think so funny. I I here, here's a little. I'm going to be a little critical of of. That's a funny idea and it's a great idea, but it got a little bit too much to where it was. He was reading all this stuff that was just kind of crazy, and it wasn't really. It turned into not as funny as if it just were a couple lines that were like so shocking okay. they would have laughed. But if you actually look at it, it's he's reading all these on and on and on things that that he did not yeah wasn't run by him and it was all done live and it makes it a little goofy. Yeah, it was like eh, okay, that's not if they would just not do it that quite so much or do it all or nothing. Right, something, yeah, something like that. So the the blend kind of started getting a little off track. I think like Michael Che and what's his face that do it Colin, now, Colin yeah, Jost. Col- yeah, Colin Jost. When they do like the end, of, like mid season, like when they take the break around Christmas time, mm-hmm. that last episode, God damn it! When they write each other's the jokes, jokes yeah. and they neither one of them knows what's going on, and Michael Che just makes Colin Jost look like a fucking it's, asshole, it's and it's so funny. The one from a couple years ago, or it was like last year, and it was right when when Scarlett Johansson's character from the Marvel comics or Marvel movies finally got her own movie. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, it's because she's a woman. I'm like, no, it's just kind of, she's like a low-level character. Like, she's she's not really, like, she's important, but she has no superpowers, none of that. Like, her, yes, you can flesh out a great movie, but it just wasn't on the priority. So they finally made one. And it was released about two weeks before Michael Che wrote the joke uh, for 
Colin Jost, who's married to Scarlett Johansson, by the way. Mm-hmm. And he goes, um, it had to do with uh, movie theaters serving alcohol in New York City. He goes, now I can finally go and drink, and in, uh, now I can finally drink at the theater and enjoy my wife's little art movies. And it shows a, a Marvel movie. <laughs> and I, f- I was, and he's like, not the joke that he wrote. No, he yeah. didn't write that joke. Right. Michael Che wrote that right. joke, and as he's reading it, like you can just see him just going, "God damn it, this joke is going to be so bad," mm-hmm. or makes him look super racist. Yes, that's the other one. It's funny. Anyway, so it is funny. Atmospheric River is currently is. currently de- demolishing Southern California. So by the time people hear this, it's ne- it's going to be over for us or not? The damage will have been done. Allegedly over for us, but I mean, I feel like Armageddon could be on its but way. But then I think it's going to be raining again all next week or so. Yeah, I don't first, know. It's like we have this pattern of weather, which... It happened back in uh, this time of year in 2005. Right. I remember, because I remember the girl I was dating at the time, and I was really glad where she lived in town because... My house came close to getting flooded all the time, and I was like, I, I might crash at your house. We It rained every single day, a measurable amount of precipitation in Kingman for like 40 days. Wow. 38 40 days. 40 days or, and 40 nights. It wasn't 40 days and 40 nights. It was like 39 days and 40 nights. Um, but it, it rained, and it was so once, like when that spring hit, like mid-March, it stayed warm until October. There was no back and forth or anything. It was so strange. And uh, when you would drive to like Havasu, mm-hmm. you know those big cliffs off to the would be the right hand side, like the off to the the as you're yeah as going you're, down as you're the hill, heading Havasu. No, as you're leaving, oh. King, you've left Kingman. Oh, like on I forty on I forty. Okay, yeah. All of those cliffs, they look like they were. In, you could have been in Maui. Everything was so green. Mm-hmm. All those dormant seeds popped up, mm-hmm. and it just and it never got crazy hot until June. So from early March. Or like mid March until like May, it was bright green, mm-hmm. and that was the first year I decided that I needed to get allergy shots okay. in in Kingman. I'd never had allergy problems until that happened, but it was like, and then you had Tehachapi had a super bloom, and like it just it was so it was the desert looked amazing. It was crazy, and everyone's uh, crops were good, and the golf course didn't need a water for like a month. Mm-hmm. But uh, if this is what it feels like, because it never got cold. Right. That winter never really truly got cold. Like I don't remember a frost that winter and then the following like like January it started like late January and went all through February. Mm-hmm. It was like the last two weeks of Feb or of January and all of February it rained every single day. Right. And it was fucking insane here. So speaking of what we need and don't need, but you probably aren't watching the snowpack in Colorado. No, I rely on you for that data. Thank you. Well it's we're below average still. I am not below average no. We're we're below average. Like well, the, like we the Colorado snowpack in the Upper Colorado River, you know, basin for yeah. for when it melts in the spring and fills up the Lake Mead and all yeah. that. So last year we had a booming year. Yeah, and we really gained a lot of water back. Plus we're shutting off the fucking spigots for down in the valley right now in Phoenix. Yeah, so that we're gaining some of that. But it's you know they have the average for the last seven or eight years, and we're still below. Average snowfall, believe it or not, with even all this rain and snow. Yeah, but it didn't do anything until just recently. Like, there was nothing going on up north. So it's going to – I'm predicting within the next couple days it's going to be at average, let's say. We need to have – hopefully it keeps going a little bit more pre-spring because some of the biggest snows actually happen up there in the Rockies, like in April. Yeah. And shit like that. Yeah, when the moisture starts to return. Yeah. Yeah. So um, maybe we'll have another booming uh, year. But the water level – is still going up in Mead right now. I looked at that chart this morning. That's how I, that's how I part. That's how I party, man. 
Get the charts out. Get out the charts. Yeah. Start the, sl- the, slowly unroll them. Ooh. Oh yeah. boy. Reveal. You probably don't even wear any clothes when you do it. Oh do you? no. They're 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 revealing themselves to me very slow. Just little hints, like like a slit skirt. You know, you got got to be really. Oh, the slit seductive. skirt, man. That's a. I I had a biology teacher. Of course, it was biology. <laughs> of course, it, it was, wasn't yes. human biology. It was a, and she was fresh out of college when I was a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. And wore a slit skirt. And sh- yes. Like ankle length, but slit up to mid thigh, yeah. and it was she, I, she knew what she was doing. She was like twenty two, twenty three. I don't think they're popular right now. Like I mean, they used to be dresses, they should be dress, slit dresses, like when there's yeah. like you know, the red carpet kind of shit. And sure, only because I That's watched true. little clips from the Grammys, but uh, but yeah, you have that that go up to the hip. Mm-hmm. This was not quite that risque, but man, I remember hearing like because one of our so when I was a marching band, I kind of had access to teacher gossip. Mm-hmm. Because the, uh, and I was, my girlfriend at the time was in the color guard, right? Mm-hmm. And her, their instructor was a, I think she was an English teacher. And she was a huge gossip and she would just talk shit about everybody and let everybody, I mean, I knew who was getting divorced, who was being, who like cheating on their spouses, all sorts of shit. Mm-hmm. Stuff that you would only be privy to if you were in like the teacher's lounge, which she right. was hanging out in there. And that biology teacher, which I cannot for the life of me remember her name. I if if she walked by me in Safeway tomorrow morning, before I had coffee, I would be able to recognize her. Mm-hmm. She had real pretty, uh, like curly, like the big chunky curls, uh, strawberry blonde hair. Oh yeah, yeah, that kind of yeah. Kind of like Suzette Russell, Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Kinda, not <laughs> quite that dark of red. Okay, got strawberry it. blonde, so like reddish, and she had freckles everywhere, just gorgeous, right? Mm-hmm. And super cool and very knowledgeable, which I was like, oh. Even though I'm 15, I think I could definitely be turned on by smart girls. Because mm-hmm. usually it was just like, do you have a heartbeat? Okay. Right. And then you're 15. 15-year-old boys are just attracted to doesn't matter. that. It doesn't matter. So, uh, but... Uh, tree stumps. Tree stumps. Tree stump. Right a, a good enough tree stump. Right. Yes. Had a little bit of taper, just a little bit of weight. Just a, like, hip wow. Hip-to-waist ratio. Look at the hip-to-waist ratio on that pine tree. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, I don't know why I brought her up. Oh. I forgot. Uh, now I'm distracted by remembering how how well, pretty I, she I was. I talked about slit skirts and revealing. Oh, the she would wear depth. slit skirts all the go. time, every fucking day, every single day, every school, day, every day, five days a week. I sure. I can't believe I was able to pass that class. Wow. Yeah, and when South Park, she was young enough that when South Park was on, she loved South Park. So one of the guys in the class who was actually one of the guys, one of the guys in the class who grew up to be a very famous football player. Joe Namath. No, that men's name was Joe Namath. No, it was <laughs> I didn't go. I'm not that old. I, I Joe know. Namath is 20 years old. He's a famous football player. I yeah, Chris about. Dealman is his name. Okay. Chris Dealman from Troy, Troy, Ohio. Troy High School, went to Indiana University, fifth-round draft pick to San Diego Chargers and played 11 seasons for them, nine-time mm-hmm. Pro Bowler. Okay. Like just he was the highest paid was, off, offensive lineman in the in the I NFL. I would say for, he's a well known uh, football player. If you know football, you know that name. If you're if you're if you're between certain age group, you just mm-hmm. know that name because mm-hmm. he he was and he would play. Um, he he primarily did offensive line, but if they needed a six foot five inch guy who could also run and move, that's the, who they would put in on the defensive line too. So anyway, uh, he. Thought it would be funny to buy her, uh, like like the four kids from South Park, little figurines that he found like at the mall, mm-hmm. and gave them to her at Christmas time, nice. but didn't tell her who who it was from. She just knew it. she just showed up in class, and he was in my class, 
Um, All the boys and, liked her. Oh, my God. And the girls hated her. Of course they did, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, the, I'm, I'm sure there are a couple of girls that were like, no, I kind of, I hate I her, kinda but like I kind of like, like her. her. Kind of, yeah. She's kind of easy to look at. And she was cool, but she would bring up South Park. To like anybody watched South Park? Oh yeah, well, of course you did, man. Da, 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 da. Barber, Miss Barber, that was her name, Miss Barber. Barber. Yeah, of course we did, Miss Barber. Da, 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 I was da, da. into a Julie Barber. Her name was a Julie Barber. Was it, it? But, Paul, I'm telling you right now, if you hooked up with my fucking like was her name Julie class, Barber? No, I don't remember her first oh, name. Okay, I think it was. Right. I don't think it was Julie. No, she had brown hair. This was a a uh, I think a Jewish, Ooh, uh, a Jewish Baba. Jewish. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, and she had dark hair and dark eyes, so that's not the same person. Definitely not the same person. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe a, a distant relative. <laughs> really distant. Yes. Uh, Miss Barber. So thank you guys so much for this. You're so appreciative. And then, but then after that, it was kind of known that we all watched South Park because everybody was watching. It was 1996. Mm-hmm. Everybody was watching South Park. Yes, they were. And uh, and she would every Monday she would bring up something from that the previous week's episode of South Park and turn that into some sort of a discussion and how it related to science. She made mm-hmm. every single episode from that from that la- the last half of the season she was able to tie into uh like a some sort of a lesson or or a um uh lecture. Okay. Which I always thought was just now looking back on it was like a brilliant way to connect with Oh, absolutely. With that yeah. was a perfect way to teach. Yeah, absolutely. And every, and, the, and the skirts. And the skirts. Oh man, and the I wouldn't have enough of that. She had one that was like <laughs> she had one skirt. It's a teal blue skirt that she wore with like a like a like a burnt orange like sweater over top that was like oh. like a like a yeah like a cardigan. Oh boy, over that, top that, of that like a white nicely. shirt. Yeah, it draped well. Mm-hmm. Let's just, yeah, it had a nice solid drape to it. Right, let's stop talking about this. Yeah, I'm getting distracted and, and forgetting. I'm hungry, and we have a flooding to b- b- yeah. Prepare well, I for. need to get home before the flood hits and batten down the hatches. So. Yes. All right, uh, folks, enjoy your week. Stay safe. Be good. Eat your vegetables. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Say hi to Taylor Swift, or I will, if she lands out here and showers at Paul's place. And say goodnight, Joe. Goodnight, Joe.